Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rudrance for Black and White Sports 2. Well, let's talk about the XFL, sort of a continuing Monday morning series. I'm considering considering an early morning live stream on this channel on Monday mornings to just, during the NFL season, sort of recap the NFL, talk about it, storylines, the quarterback stuff, coaching stuff, all that too. Um, and also, like, for example, the XFL from this past weekend. We're going to talk about attendance. Um, I do think it's a big deal. I know it's kind of weird. I found out over the last two weeks that there seems to be a spring f- football feud going on where you have, uh, I guess, a legion of USFL fans that are openly rooting against the XFL and vice versa. And I'm like, why are you guys rooting against anything? And look, I'm going to be negative in this video. I'm going to be objective and negative because the attendance is not good. Okay? The attendance is not good. And it's not so much the attendance is, is bad in a vacuum. The attendance is bad because they expected much better attendance in certain cities because of prior experiences. Okay. Um, I will say this outside of Vegas Vipers, whatever's going on in Vegas with that field. uh, I do believe that the Orlando game and the uh, Roughnecks game was more visually pleasing to the eye on, on TV. Uh, They, they only had fans in like half of the Orlando game arena. Okay, once again, you're putting these XFL games, a lot of them, in stadiums way too big. All right? Um, also, I'm shocked by Orlando's attendance and the Houston Roughnecks attendance because, frankly, I thought it was going to be a lot better because the previous incarnations of the XFL and, of course, the uh, AEF, uh, they were better, too, in these cities. And Seattle. We can talk about Seattle's attendance a little bit from last week, too. But let's just get this. This is week two. All right? This is what we're looking at. That Seattle game had 10,386. That Vipers game was a shit show. And we'll get to the... Don't worry. We'll get to the grass. We'll get to the... uh, the venue, because that venue was straight trash, homie. 6,023, not good. Guardians, Orlando Guardians drew 12,011 fans. Yikes. And the Houston Roughnecks, 11,765 fans. Now, what is troubling about this from an attendance standpoint? I'm going to tell you what's troubling. Uh, let's just look at it. Week 2, 2020. Seattle, 29,000 fans. 
29,000 fans in Seattle. You're 19,000 fans light. That's not good. I guarantee you one thing. The XFL, this version of the XFL was counting on attendance from four cities. San Antonio, because they drew great in the AAF, and yes, that is carried over. They're drawing great in San Antonio. They're going to draw great. They're already talking. St. Louis drew great in the XFL last time. They're already anticipating it drawing great in the XFL this time. Um, Orlando drew really damn good in the AF. And so the thing that's troubling here is they were expecting the Rock, his ex-wife, they were expecting much better attendance. I can tell you right now. They were smart. It was a great idea. They took the Guardians out of New York, and judging by the attendance, I mean, L.A. and New York didn't draw well, but they drew better than what they're drawing now. So they made the right moves, but for whatever reason, the fans in in these cities right now, they are not interested in the XFL. And I don't know why. Uh, I'm not trying to be negative. Look, week two of 2020, 76,285 fans. All right? Week two, 40,185 fans. I I, I mean, you know, I don't care how you cut it. 36,000 fans light versus 2020 is not good. I don't know why the fans have not come back in Houston. All right. It looked it looked pretty good on TV. All right. But the fans have not come back in Houston. They haven't. For whatever reason, the fans have not come back. To give you an idea, week one in Houston in 2027. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. 17,815. Week 2, 17,103. They drew 11,000. So, right now, the XFL's got to be going, yikes, we made the right decisions here. But we didn't draw shit in Orlando where we expected to draw. I guarantee you, the XFL expected to draw about uh, somewhere between like 16 and 20 or 22,000 fans in Orlando. And that didn't happen. Okay, that didn't happen. Um, Houston... I guarantee you, in Houston, they were expecting 16, 17, 18, 20,000 fans. That's not happening. 12,000, 11,000 plus. Okay. Um, Seattle. There's no way in hell the XFL, even on the low end, they thought, we're going to slam dunk 
20 to 25,000 fans in Seattle and they only drew a little under 11,000, that is not good. For whatever reason, the fans, they either had teams of the AAF, Orlando, or previous incarnations of the XFL, they have not come back. They have not come back to these leagues. And the attendance is way down. Now, okay, you can expect... The, the attendance figures on the weeks that they're playing in San Antonio and the week that they're, weeks that they're playing in St. Louis on the same week, now that's going to look a lot different, okay? Because you're going to have two teams that are going to draw a combined 50,000 by itself, okay? But as of right now, I mean, this article even says it. Um this is XFL week one, 61,500. Week two, 40,185. They dropped 21,000 fans. But this is the real issue. You're way off of 2020 right now. Way off. Okay, I mean, look at these weekly figures. 76,000 versus 40,000. Not good. Not good. And I guarantee you... Because of the cities they put these teams in, either kept them in or put them in, I guarantee you the XFL believed they were going to draw better attendance than 2020. That they said, the one thing we're not going to struggle with, uh, nearly as much as the last, we're going to outdraw 2020 because of the cities that these teams are in now. And it has not worked. I'm not sure why. I do know this. Seattle's game, the weather was bad. It was cold in Seattle. I think somebody said it was like in the 30s. Okay, weather, great. Vegas Vipers, shitty venue. Weather was not good. For Vegas, it wasn't. It was like 50s, rainy. Okay, so maybe... We've got weather in two cities. They got a hope. And I know you might be watching this right now and you're like, damn, this is negative as hell. No, but this is the conversation the XFL's having behind the scenes. They've got to be. Okay? They've got to be. By the way, side note, side note, Thursday's game last week, Battle Hawks, Sea Dragons, 524,000 viewers on television. Um, not great overall in viewership, but the 18 to 49 demographic was the eighth highest watched program on cable. Okay. So if they look at it from that standpoint, which is the advertiser part, then pretty good. Okay. But it's also not a good look to get defeated by inside the NBA, which is a pregame show for the NBA. And they did. They got beat by six uh, by one hundred and twenty five or one hundred fifty thousand viewers for uh, inside the NBA. I think one hundred twenty five thousand viewers. It was a uh, six hundred fifty thousand viewers versus five hundred twenty four thousand viewers. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, you know, that's not great. Uh, I know a lot of people will be like, damn, this is this is not. Look, it's hard to spin this positive. I can come on here and blow smoke up your ass, but I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Um, there are some interesting things about this league. There truly are. And some of the football this weekend, it was fun. This league feels very fun. But the problem is, Everybody's talking about everything but the football. All right. And that's that Vegas thing and that field the other day. And, and we can just talk talk about it. Vegas op- home opener, a total disaster on op- optics. And it was. I mean, the Vipers lost to the D.C. defenders 18-6, to but the game itself was not the story. Instead, it was the optics of playing in a minor league soccer stadium on dead grass that was painted green. There it is right there. All right. And basically what happened is it started raining and that field turned into a shit show. With a capacity of less than 10,000 fans. Now, it's my understanding that if they absolutely wanted to, they could fit 12,000 in there. Um. Oh, and much of the game was played in a windy downpour. That's true. Okay, that's that's true. But it was the it was the fear, a twice failed league trying to gain credibility with mainstream sports fans cannot afford hits like they took last night. The social media abuzz with how ridiculous the game looked on television. Television being a key driver of revenue in the future for a league like the XFL. The idea that the XFL saw fit to play at Cash, Cashman Field while other teams in the same league are playing in places like Camping World Stadium, the Alamo Dome, and the Dome at American Center is mind-boggling. Whatever happened with this Vegas field situation, that has made the Vegas team... And it's going to make the Vegas team. That's going to be a story all year if they can't find something else to do. And it's it potentially is going to be the storyline in Vegas. I mean, that's all there is to it. Um, let's talk about Terrell Buckley because I got to tell you right off the bat, I think he's going to be my favorite coach. He was he was a really damn good NFL player. He was one of my favorite NFL players. He is not disappointing with the sound bites. He's not. Orlando Guardians, XFL, coach Terrell Buckley, this is outkick, hit a bowling point with his team after a disappointing loss on Sunday. Orlando was entering the game as a lower echelon team after a 33-12 loss to the Roughnecks in an embarrassing Week 2 contest against the Brahmas. During the game, Buckley offered his thoughts on the Guardians' play, 
the coach did not hold back. Welcome back to Orlando here with Coach Buckley. Coach, how do you change this momentum? We got to get different guys in there. Obviously, we got, I got guys <laughs> out there that are not competing, that are not making plays. So we got to get people in there, young men that want to play, that want to compete and make plays. I just saw you walk up and down this sideline and look some guys in their faces. What did you see out of your team? I'm seeing guys not performing. Tell them, look at the scoreboard. They got to perform. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. That's old school. That is old school. That's a guy. I love it. He's old school, and he's all about some effort. And he's saying, he said he noticed a blatant lack of effort from unnamed Guardians players. You could tell yesterday, too, DeAndre Francois, one of the quarterbacks, he had an issue with the effort, too. And we'll get to his little soundbite. A positive from tonight. Is there a positive that you pull from somebody who played well, something you saw that you did like? No. A positive. I mean, that's that's being real. Did you see a positive tonight? No. Period. Period. And the last one, this is DeAndre Francois dropping this gem during the game. All right, tight. Act two hot. All right, tight. Shut the up, y'all. Listen. Act two hot. I want on my He said, that dude started talking over him. He said, shut the f- beep up. I love it. I love that. I do. I love the intensity. It didn't work out. It didn't work out. They got the shit kicked out of them. But I like the intensity. Um, so, there was the attendance. The attendance takes up a big part of this video. I mean, it's like 10 minutes of the entire video. 11 minutes. But you got to talk about all facets. What were they thinking why did they put certain teams in certain cities? I guarantee you the expectation of what they thought they would draw in these cities versus what they are drawing. Because I guarantee you, like I said, they thought the attendance in Seattle was going to be much better. Look, we're hoping that was a weather issue. They thought the attendance was going to be better in Orlando. I guarantee you. They thought if the AEF can draw 18 or 20 or 22,000, we're going to draw the same. They have not. They did not yesterday. They did not. 12,000. And honestly, as I was looking at the cameras and showing the people that were lined up to come in, this, that, and the third, I actually thought they were going to get sixteen or 17,000 at that game. And they didn't. I was shocked when 12,000 came was the final tally. I was like, wait, what? And last night in Houston, just looking at it, optics on the TV, I thought they had at least 15, 16,000 fans there. Came in under 12. Shocked. The optics, I don't know what they can do. They need to figure out something to cover these empty seats up in these stadiums. If I was the Rock... I would literally buy some kind of a tarping system to cover the empty seats and just say, we're going to open up, you know, a certain amount of seats in a venue, see if we can sell out in a 65,000 seat venue, we're going to open up 25,000 seats, okay? Cover the rest of the seats on one side with some massive XFL tarp or something that's like an advertisement for the league 
where you where you like, well, I think there's seats there, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Okay, but do something to make it more visually pleasing on the screen. Um, because like I said, a lot of people don't understand the correlation between attendance, ratings, and people willing to become invested. Okay. Again, they look at they look, they see stadiums that's got a bunch of empty seats. The casual football fan is going to go, this league's not going to be around. I'm not going to waste my time. Boop. On to the next game. On to the whatever I'm doing that day. Or, you know what? I'm going to watch 20 minutes of this game, but I'm not going to worry about seeing it next week because this league's not going to be around. The attendance looks terrible. Another failed spring league. Bloop. On to the next thing. So, you know, that visually, and I've had fans tell me, that's no way fans look at it that way. Really? It's all over social media. Of course they do. Of course they do. I know people that will not waste their time on this league, period, because if they see that the attendance is not drawing great, they're not going to waste their time to get started on it. They're just going to say it didn't work out. It was a bad move by The Rock. You know? Tell me what you think. Black and White Sports 2 supporters. Jesus, 19 minutes. This will do well on podcasts. So if you're listening on podcasts, make sure you subscribe wherever podcasts are available. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.